Yo, 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 what it is? Welcome to Take Control. <laughs> yo, yo, you already know what's going down. It's Kim over here. <laughs> no. We about no. to put that on the show. We're putting these on the show. If this y'all want me to do it, I'll do it. We're already recording. I know. So. so you might as well keep it in there. For real. We're going to start after I do it, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to Take Control Podcast. It's Kim. Long time no see, guys. Welcome back. We are here. You got Brandy. Kim. <laughs> this is Dario, guys. Hey. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. It's been, what, two months? Two and a half? Well, for me, it's been since January. So, <laughs> hey, guys. Um, I'm going to tell you exactly how long it's been. Our last show was in September. September the 11th. Oh, wow. So, as you, some of you guys may know, so much has changed. Um, I don't even know if I'm even allowed to announce this because she well, was supposed to do it herself. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you guys know that we have brought our quote-unquote fourth member, Kim, on. She will be a new host um, with us. Um, we announced it on, um, a podcast we were on last week or the week before or something like that. Um, but yeah, so we have a lot of changes. We're basically rebranding and we're going to try to do better this time around. I know y'all missed me. So welcome. Some of y'all didn't, but I'm back. (laughs) So what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. So, long story short, we did announce it on what we talking about. Um, Lynn got a promotion, and she left Ohio. Congratulations to her. Congrats, girl. Um, She has not left the show, but she's just going to be part-time, kind of in and out, um, just, you know, recording when she feels like it. Um, Yeah, I wanted to... Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had to make that clear because someone sent me a text and was like, oh, three light skins, da 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 And I'm like, you know what? I was just thinking, I hope people don't feel like we replaced the brown skin girl with the light skin girl because that's not the case. So I had to tell them. I said, that's not the case. Lynn is not being replaced. She can't be replaced. I said, ever since the beginning, I've always wanted Lynn to be a part. Right. I said Kim is an addition to Take Control. Right. And if you listen to Take Control, you would know that I was the fourth member. I'm not just a replacement. You know what I'm saying? So just to make that clear, I, yeah. You know, I wonder if it's the same person that said that same thing to me. And I'm like, you know, I really hate that in my mind, I felt like somebody was going to say that. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't shocked by it, which just shows just how messed up the world is but no lynn is not being replaced um again kim is just an addition i hope that you guys welcome her and love her just as you love the three of us and like i said lynn will be back um when she's in town so yeah we were going to title the show and we may still title the show (laughs) but fuck mondays Mondays. (laughs) because we had 
collectively bad days. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty rough. I'll start with my shitty Monday. <laughs> so I wake up. It's a glorious morning. It's lady time, so it's not a glorious morning. Same, same. <laughs> so I wake up, and if y'all females out there know how it is, when you wake up and you're like, I got to go, I got to go. So then I had a doctor's appointment. That went okay. Nothing detrimental. God is real. Amen. Amen. Um, and then I proceed to go to my massage, which is about 30 minutes from my house. And I thought, okay, it's got to be in West Jefferson. Like, we've talked about me going there before, whatever, because I used to go to Gahanna to get them. So I get there, sit in my car, scroll on my phone for like five minutes, you know, taking my time. I go inside. I walk in and the lady goes, oh, well, she's not here. She's usually here by now. So I go back into my phone and look at the text messages. And we agreed. I must have overread it, overlooked it. We agreed that we were going to do it in Gehanna. So mind you, now I'm 30 minutes from Gehanna. So I get back in my car and drive another 30 minutes on E <laughs> <laughs> to Gehanna to get my massage. Then I get home. And in my house, I have to pay for my laundry, so I don't do it there. Like, we have a little unit in the basement. I think mm. that's petty. Like, I already mm. pay y'all enough rent. I got something for you. We'll talk after. Okay, okay. So, I realized I have to do my laundry in my house because I need one of my work shirts by, like, tomorrow. So, I go downstairs, you know, load my card, whatever. <laughs> Forgot my loading card, like, six times. So, I had to go back upstairs, back downstairs. Okay. Mind you, it's still only, like, 1 p.m. Shitty day. Okay. Day's not going to end till like nine. It's fine. Then my Wi Fi in the entire building decides to go out, which is how I watch my little television. So then I decided, fuck it. And I was going to take a nap. By the time I looked at the clock, it was time to go train my girls. So your whole day was just gone. Yeah. It's fine. It happens. Fuck Mondays. Same. Last Monday was rough. I didn't want to leave the house because I had like, I'm not going to talk about it anyway. <clears throat> <laughs> You want me to go? Go ahead. Okay. Um. Quick catch up and to kind of transition into why my Monday was terrible. I hate my job, guys. I um probably at least four times in October, I really consider just walking out and just going to a temp agency and figuring it out. Um. Yeah. So that's been life for the past maybe month and a half my job sucks um today I was just listening to something that just kind of made me a little sad and um I started crying at work it's not nose crying <laughs> bad um but yeah so I'm just trying to change my perspective about the day and yeah that's, I mean that's really it just one of those days I mean that's a good one we here we alive right don't mean Mondays don't suck, but you know. Right. It could be worse. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> is it my turn? It yeah. Is. All right. Uh, yeah. So my phone was fucking frozen for like hours today. And it caused an anxiety attack. Um, so I didn't have my phone all day at work. On top of that, work has been stressing me out, too, for the past month or two. I won't say I hate my job because I like it, but it's just been so many changes. And, like, we've been, like, low on staff. So a lot of the workload has been falling on me. 
And it's to the point where, like, I take my job very serious. I don't like to turn in shit late. But it's just been getting to a point where, like, I don't even have a supervisor right now. So the person that's filling in is, like, assigning me my work late or I have so much to do that I forget to do something. Like, it's just, it's overwhelming. Like, I've been literally stressed out. Like, I've had multiple breakdowns at work. I'm always getting up from my desk and walking away and crying just because I can't take it. And it's hard because when I get like that, I really just shut down and want to be to myself. But my fucking coworkers just talk to me and talk to me and talk to me. And it's like, I don't want to be rude and be like, don't talk to me. Yeah. But it's just like, I'm trying to manage how to like still be professional and still be nice and friendly even when I don't want to be bothered. So I don't know. I've been in a bad space, y'all, and I can't explain why. I know part of the reason I'm just stressed as a mother and things going on with my kids and I feel like this year has just been although I'm in a good space mentally where I used to be depressed my anxiety has worsened is that the right word yeah Mm -hmm. and um I can't control it like every little thing triggers me and so I don't know I don't know y'all everything is new co-parenting is new for me this year relationship is new for me this year Job is new for me this year. Living situation, like everything is just changing and I just don't know how to cope. I don't know how to deal with it. And my moods are just becoming, I just want to, I just want to cry or or be angry every day. So. I mean, that's real. Like when you get overwhelmed like that, it's, that's the nine times out of 10 when my anxiety attacks start, it's because things are hitting me left and right and left Mm -hmm. and right. And you become overwhelmed because it's like. You're used to like pacing things and like spreading things out. And when they hit you like that, yeah. you just you get in this moment where you freeze. And then like when people are trying to, like you said, try to talk to you and try to help you, it makes it worse because then you have to stack that on the top of everything and be mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. now I have to try this after all this has just hit me. And I mean, it's hard, like, and it's hard to find your own way to come down, like, especially when you've been living with it since you were born, like, yeah. and whatever caused it for you. Um, mine was my childhood and living situation, but. It's just hard to find those coping mechanisms and what's healthy, Yeah, you know? Yeah, I think for me, too, it's like, I'll be, I think I'm okay. And then it's just that one day where I'm like, I've mm-hmm. had enough. And then it's like, I can't. I just, I can't do life. I can't adult. Like, I've become so shitty. Like, I haven't talked to so many of my friends. I don't go see my family members just because I just don't want to talk to people. I don't want to deal with people and... Also, I let, like, my trust issues and things like that get in the way, so I just... No, I can relate to that, too. Yeah. Like, and it's honestly, for me, it's almost like a self-sabotage, so I don't have to deal with... Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to get it, everything out the way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm already dealing with something, so let me just get this out the way, too. Yeah. And it... I do it, too, Dario, where I go in phases. Like, I'll be fine for, like, two weeks, and then, like, a day will hit, and then I, like, blow up on everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that causes, like, a quote-unquote sadness or whatever you want to call it for the next x amount of days and then you get back in that mode where you're fine mm-hmm. yeah. so it's just it is hard it's hard to find a coping mechanism like you said you think you find one and then boom yeah. i think the hard thing is that i know it gets really rough when it feels like things are not letting up like you can't see the light the, at the end, end of the yeah. tunnel so yeah. to speak and it's just like everything is just like you said hitting you all at once and that's why i was like today i was listening to something and it was like I got to just change my perspective because if I don't, especially like with my job, 
I'm gonna have a meltdown, like you said. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've never been at a job where I had to get up from my desk because I was crying. That happened to me last month where I was uncontrollably crying, and I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I, like you, I need some kind of structure in place, some kind of like. I also mm. don't have a manager right now, and things is just being shifted around from person to person mm-hmm. without any real plan to make it better. And so I'm like, I cannot, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely get what you're saying. Like I definitely feel where you're coming from. And I I'm mean, getting emotional all over again. Well, for real, that's why. Like for me, I've always <laughs> we can name it therapy. <laughs> for real, I've seen my like my dad and like my mom and their jobs and stuff and like my dad has always loved what he does like doesn't make the money that he wants to whatever whatever but always loved what he did and then my mom gets super stressed out like that to the point where she leaves and all that type of stuff but she makes she's well off yeah and for me i've always and i'm blessed enough to say this to this day because this hasn't been always been the case i love every single one of my jobs genuinely not that i don't get stressed out not that they don't like get to me sometimes but it's it feels good that like I'm going into work expecting to be like, you know, have a good day. Mm -hmm. And then if I get stressed, I get stressed. But like biggest thing for me, I've always said since I started working, like I don't ever want to be somewhere where I'm like, here we go again. Here we go again. Because that also will drain down your mental. You know what I mean? Like you're already somewhere you don't want to be for 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And then you get off of that job and you've got family to deal with. Yeah, You've got a relationship to deal with. You've got friendships to deal with. And it's just that's going to cause more than anything those emotional like you know breakdowns and the anxieties and stuff because it's like where do you get your mental break yeah you get it two days a week on a saturday maybe maybe on a sunday yeah for a few hours you know what i mean like it's it's hard it's really freaking hard yeah so fuck mondays yeah um now we're gonna talk about some some different shit (laughs) that ain't about our lives so we can make dariel laugh and say fuck Fuck these hoes, man. <laughs> Fuck all these hoes. Pass the weed. I'm just playing. I don't smoke. It's a song and uh, it's a T.I. song that uh, my little boo thing showed me. Anyway, next. Oh. <laughs> um. So, Kim, since you're coming on the show with us, I wanted to kind of just give you an opportunity to just um tell everybody a little bit about yourself. I mean, I know you were on in January. I know you took over the take control page was it last week last yeah, week. last week like last you got some crazy questions girl <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> so maybe just you know kind of reintroduce yourself a little bit okay and well, let people know what to expect my name's kim um y'all can follow me at kim v underscore on uh instagram i'm not gonna give y'all my twitter because it's nobody's business mm-hmm. um <laughs> But I'm the baby on the show. I'm 24 years old. Hey, guys. Um, but that doesn't mean I don't have wisdom or insight. Dariel knows this. I'm very uh, good <laughs> at getting insight. Um, but, I mean, I'm a full-time student at ODU. Um, I have, let me see, four or five jobs. So, like, I personally train. I work for a salon. I work for an entertainment company. I work for a photography business. And then I have my personal styling business. Um so I'm a busy woman. Um, I don't really know what else there is to say. I'm just out here living my best life. You know? Are you single? Nah. I'm not. <laughs> got me a little just flavor. Just so people know. Just so y'all know, don't hit my DMs. I got a little flavor. 
You know, I'll make it a little something into making. It's like, nah, he's been my best friend for like almost two years. So that's that's my little BB or whatever. Um, But yeah, that's that's me. I don't have no kids. I'm not married. I've never been married. But, you know, just hanging out, being Kim. <laughs> I like it. Thanks. <laughs> I hope y'all like it, too. Um. Okay, so I guess we can just go ahead and jump in to the show. Um, this might have been a month ago. Um, again, playing catch up here. I was listening to a couple podcasts, and I wanted to get the female perspective on a topic that was brought up. Um, let's say you're a book person and you like to read books. And if you were single and someone asked you, on a date to the library, would you decline that date or would you go? Personally, if I'm a book person, I would go because that shows me too right there that they have noticed that about me and they're taking that kind of into their consideration. They're like, hey, like, I know you really appreciate this. Let's go do this. And that could like, even if it's quiet and they're like, they have private rooms or like you guys could read the same book. You know what I mean? Like, to me, it's not always, it's not necessarily about it being, like, quiet and awkward. Like, they're looking into what you're into. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and you, y'all you don't have to stay there. Like, y'all could go pick a book or, like, scan the books and see what y'all are into and then go for coffee or something. You know what I mean? Like, I would go. I really would go. Someone got me a book once. Like, I thought they were, like, trying to be, like, sexual and nasty because they were like, I got something you gonna like. And I was like, what is it? <laughs> and I, I came home from a trip and they brought me a book. I had never had somebody bring me a book before. And I was like, wow, okay. Because my dad is like a teacher and like education was always big for us. And I was like, oh, mind you, I ain't read it. <laughs> I got into like, because I'm not a book person. I got into it, but it, it impressed me. I'm not going to lie. Because I was like, wow, like a man that reads. Hmm. Mm. I would go. Yeah. Same. Uh, I agree. If it's something I'm interested in, not even if it's just a book date, but if I'm interested in something, you make the effort to take me somewhere and you know that I like that, that shows that you pay attention and you care. So, I mean, we're older. I don't, don't, I'm tired of the same old shit. Do something different. Surprise me. Do something out of the norm. So I'm all for it. I agree. I was um <clears throat> talking to somebody uh, they had DM me and they were just basically saying how they had met a female that I can't remember if it was like a certain amount she expected from a first date or dinner wise or something. It was something crazy like that. Like I said, this was over a month ago. Um, and I was saying how honestly at this age, I think coffee is a really great first date, like going out for coffee or going to the library just because. But I want to get a chance to know somebody mm-hmm. and just have like a genuine conversation. And I'm also at a point now where even if I don't vibe with you romantically, I can probably network with you on a business side. So even if the interest was physical at first, it may translate to something else. So for me, I would be completely fine with a trip to the library or a coffee shop just mm-hmm. to kind of have a conversation with somebody and see where they are mentally and different things like that. So I would love to hear some ladies' perspectives on this, um, whether or not you would accept a date to the library or out to coffee or even a walk in a park when the weather is mm-hmm. nice. That's usually, like, my top one is, like, well, let's just go take a walk. I always think, like, 
something interactive as your first date is always a go. Like, for me personally, I don't like dinner dates. Don't ask me to dinner. Don't ask me to the movies. I want to do something interactive where, like you said, we can get to know each other. We can break the ice quickly by goofing and laughing because you got the wrong size bowling shoes or something. You know what I mean? Like, I want I want to do something interactive for, like, that a purpose so you get to know them kind of like their goofy side and then y'all can have that that serious talk too you know yeah totally agree okay so staying on that whole first day getting to know somebody somebody shooting their shot um topic got a question for y'all do you get offended when a certain type of guy tries to shoot his shot (laughs) yep i do i'm not gonna front i do (laughs) <laughs> um, I was thinking of, I don't this sounds really bad I don't get offended in my mind it's kind of like you kind of should already know yeah. that I ain't your type <laughs> and you ain't my type Yeah, I'm not mad at nobody for shooting a shot but that's kind of where my mind goes mm-hmm. like you should know better so I guess offended isn't the <laughs> word but yeah like I'm <laughs> I'm feeling some type of way like you really thought like maybe you tried it because somebody told you like be bold do your thing but I'm gonna tell y'all exactly who I was talking about when I said the shit Ooh, she finna spill the tea let's go spill that tea okay <laughs> I ain't gonna say the name on air but I know I, like, no. I know who you talking about you know who I'm talking about yeah okay I was so pissed okay this person is such a hoe He's not my type. He talks to everybody. He's gross. Like, the nerve. <laughs> the nerve of you. Well, and yeah. that made me feel like, well, how do you look at me? Because I was about to say that. Like, you know, like, so you really think I'm that type that's going to fall in line with your little whole lifestyle. Girl. I have Ugh. a question while we on the subject. Because <laughs> <laughs> this kind of just happened to me. Like, somebody asked for my number. But because I was somewhere where I didn't want to say no I just was like okay cool whatever so the guy texted me he his text messages were nice and sweet like nothing wrong with that so I asked him so this morning he texted me like good morning love how are you and I'm like I'm good how are you and he was like I'm good just getting my day started and I said okay cool what do you do and he was like work here and there I'm sorry (laughs) elaborates elaborates I was just like I'm not even going to respond. I, we don't have nothing in common because I got like 10 jobs right now. So <laughs> work here and there. I'm, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm, I'm cool. Good. I'm good. I'm cool. So when it's something like that, should you just not respond, block, or should you be like, you know, hey. For me. Thank you so much. <laughs> I would have been like elaborate and then if it's something that like I'm not feeling because for me I like a dude with drive I like a dude that's on top of his business like you know I, I like a dude that's you know he keep yeah. going like still can make time for me but like he can keep going mm-hmm. and for me if it's something where you like just chilling at home all the time like it is a turn off like in my single days I remember like dudes would literally be like oh you know like they it's like they're almost stuck in this like high school mindset Mm. like where it's like oh i don't you know i just i have this like day job you know that i go in like two days a week you know a couple hours a day i'm like oh but then you always out or you always like spending your money doing other things because you don't got like real responsibility 
I probably would ask him what he did and then I wouldn't respond. I just I would slowly like Yes, I'm a ghoster. I would ghost the fuck out of you. I would. I don't care. Usually when niggas don't have a legit job, it's either illegal or they ain't doing shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm too old for both. Okay. <laughs> the last time I dated a nigga that just had a job, I was 18, 19, and that nigga was a fucking thief. I mean, I told the story yeah. already. So it's just like... <laughs> last no, time I did it, I was 15. No. Yeah. I mean, if I had to guess... He's probably doing something illegal. I probably shouldn't judge like that, but it's a fact. But everybody doesn't want a nigga like that. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't. So I was just like, like I said, I was in a space where I didn't quite want to say no because I was working, whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. So I didn't want to say no and be rude. So, yeah. And I was just like... Ghost. Ghost. Can we talk about niggas that do illegal shit? You know what? Because I used to be <laughs> talk like, your shit. like a ride or die type of female, which I'm not saying that I'm not. But if you a nigga and you going to jail, I'm not holding you down, bro. I've been there, done that. You know, I thought that I was a female that needed a nigga that I seen twice a week. I need to see my man every day now, okay? If I really like you, I need to see you every day. And if you in jail, I can't, I can't. I'm not holding you down. I'm not sticking around for your five-year bid. Go Mm-mm. find somebody else that wants to deal with that because it ain't me. Yeah, I've never wanted that type of like, and females crave that. Like, So kind of jumping into things and we'll revisit later, but one of the questions I got was like about hood niggas and um, like cool niggas. And I was mm-hmm. like, I like a little bit of both, but when it comes to the hood part, I don't want no trapper. Okay, I don't need you out here in these streets. Hood is like a hood part of you is I want like an aggressive, like not scared to talk his shit type of dude. Mm-hmm. But I want someone like the cool, calm, collected dude that respects me, respects us and also knows when to like pipe down. Mm-hmm. I don't need no like dude that's ready to pop off and because he thinks somebody's going to come run, run up on him. And like, no, like I don't know why females crave that. But there's some females that crave that. Maybe it's because they grow up in that type of environment and stuff. But like, I don't good. I think you got a point. Like, I think it might be the environment in which you grew up in. I think it's it either goes one way or the, or the other. Money. Huh? The money. Yeah, the money. Because, mm-hmm. see, for me, that's what I grew up around. And it turned me completely off. So I never, I never wanted it. It was like, you're in jail. That takes away from time for you being a father. Right. You know, whatever case may be. I don't want a man where if you going to go do five years, it's not just you that's getting that sentence. It's your yep. family. It's your girl. It's it's whoever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I I never wanted it for myself. Um, and I'm not judging anybody who does. It, I, it's I yeah. Mean, it's not gotta, a judgment. Yeah. It's just a fact. And it's it's what you. It's a preference. It's what you prefer. And like that's real. Like everybody has to go through it so like when you start wanting to settle down and stuff you got to think about that as a man like do i really want to put my kids through this do i want to put my girl through right. this that's what i was gonna say i think it's just something that you really got to think about because like i said shit go down it's not just him that it affects yeah somebody run up in the crib it's not just him that mm-hmm. it affects you know what's crazy is i so, had a friend in high school that that happened to she died because her dude was into it and they shot both of them yeah mm-hmm. yep so i mean it gets real and it ain't for everybody. And I'm one of them people that it ain't for. So, period. <laughs> Tell him to take his little traffic life on somewhere, but you're not the one, sis. Um, how do y'all feel about titles when it comes to a relationship? Are titles important? What? I was going to let you start because I've been starting. <laughs> oh, I'm like, what? Dang. I'm a single 
single, single lady of the group. So <laughs> I'll save my opinion for the last. All right. Yes. Mm. Y'all, my perspective has changed so much. Last year, I was situation shit me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no commitment. But I need it. I really need it. Not Not saying that. I don't even know what I want to say, but I need it. Just because I need you to know what you want. And if you're unsure about me, you want games. Mm-hmm. If you want me to be yours, I'm going to be yours. And that's just that. See, for me, I'm kind of 50-50 because, like, for me, like, when I was, like, casually dating and stuff a year ago, like, to me, it never phased me that those were so-called, like, situationships. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because, like, for me, I'm not committing to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not anything. So, like, when you put that whatever ships on it, I'm like, oh, that means, like, it's y'all. So, for me, I'm kind of at the point where, like, I need people to know that's mine and respect that that's mine. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, yeah. Like, somebody asked me, you got a boyfriend? Yeah, that's my boyfriend. You know what I mean? But, like, I'm also at a place, too, like, me and my current boyfriend talked about this, like, where titles and stuff, like, as long as we know we holding it down, as long as we know we not messing with whoever, whoever out here, our bond is way more important than a title. Like I said, yes, that's my boyfriend. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. That's mine. That's my type. Okay. <laughs> but like for me, like my biggest thing that I've kind of been transitioning to is like making sure that him and I are always good. Mm-hmm. You know, like in the minute one of us decides no, then that's when we sit down and have that talk. But you know, that's my little baby. So again, don't get it twisted. But I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of in the middle because, like, for me anyway, I've never, until last year, I've never been the type to, like, date multiple people. Like, I always had a boyfriend for years. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, my casual dating, like you said, I'm kind of at a place, too, where I need that commitment. I need to know that it's me mm-hmm. and it's only me. I don't need to be hearing things or seeing things. And for me, it's because I kind of got over that phase of, like, always dating somebody, mm-hmm. somebody asking to take me out. We go out, we go on three dates, it falls off. I got over it. Like, I wanted that commitment. And for me, personally, I just ended up falling for my best friend. You know what I mean? But it's kind of like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's, I don't know. I'm more like, I'm like 90% title and like 10%. As long as I know me and you are holding it down. Good mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Okay, so for me... I understand why titles are important. Um, I I need to know what we're doing. So if we're putting a title on it, cool. That lets me know how I need to move. When I'm dating or situationship, whatever you're calling it, I was just telling somebody, like, I'm able to separate it. Like, we can do everything like we're in a relationship and not be in a relationship. And I'm not going to be the one to press you about it. For me, if a man doesn't tell me, doesn't come out and say, it's me and you, in my mind, we're not in a relationship. I don't care what we're doing. I, I need mm-hmm. specific conversations. Um, So, yeah, titles are important if that's what we're doing. So, it's just like, if you haven't specifically said that you can't hold me to relationship standards if you haven't put that title on it for Mm -hmm. me so I guess it's like you like yeah 90 and 10 yeah because like it's important definitely when it matters and like 
you know, I mean, it's just, it's hard to explain, but like, it's important when it matters. And like I said, if anybody asks me, like, cause I am in a relationship, they gonna get like the real out of it. But like when I was dating, no, I'm not in, nope. I'm not in no relationship. I'm not in no situationship. I'm not in none of it because yeah. me and that other person were dating multiple people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like to me, a situationship is like, y'all are fucking with each other, but you don't want to put that title on it because yeah. of pressure, maybe in your personal life. Or if it's pressure for your outside life, that's then we not we not in no situationship. Like yeah. that means you single and you casually dating. I think not putting a title on something just kind of gives you a pass to be like, oh well, we ain't in a relationship. Yeah, if you do that's something, exactly what yeah, it is. if you mm-hmm. do something that might be a problem, it's like, oh well, we ain't in a relationship. That's why I say I, I more so I need specific conversation. What are we doing? Are we doing A or are we doing B? Right. So I know how to move. I'm not holding you to one or the other. I just need to know so I know how to handle myself. Here's the thing. A lot of men use situations just because they want the privileges of having you as like theirs, but they also want to have that excuse if they do some bullshit. Or an option. And then it's like if you stay with a man for so long and you're in a situationship, he gets too comfortable and then he feels like he don't got to put a title on it. And I think for me, why I was okay with situationships was more so because I was dating the wrong type of men. Mm-hmm. And just because I, out of my own fears and my own trust issues and things like that. So I'm like, I don't want to commit because I don't trust people. And now I'm to the point where like, you know, I know we've talked about how men who move too fast or the nice guys, you know, scares us off. I, w- I prefer that now because... It shows me that you know what you want. So. I can, I can attest to that. Like, I definitely want somebody that knows what they want and, like, is sure of us and themselves. But I'm not going to lie. When I was single, I went on, like, two dates with this person. And I was leaving for work one night and they literally were like, I love you. And I had never had that happen oh, to no, me. Oh, no, not that. Because <laughs> people, exactly, people always talk about, like, have you ever had somebody tell you they love you and it scared you? And I'm like, I don't understand. And when that happened to me, I literally looked at the person, shut the door and went to work. And the next day I was like, yeah, don't don't talk to me. Yeah, that's weird. Because to me, I was like, whoa, like, you know that I'm casually dating. And I took because I was always transparent with anybody. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't want nobody to get it twisted. Walk around here talking about Kim is mine. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And when he said that, I was like, oh, so for me, like, I definitely want that reassurance and like knowing that that you you want me, you love me, you want, you know, you want this with me, whatever. But like, I like a pace, but at the same time, I don't like that long drug out. Like, well, we've been doing this for X amount of time. So like, we good. Mm. No, no, I need somebody that's a sure. Like, I'm not trying to be funny, but time is ticking, you know, like, mm. yeah, let's go. I need to know what you doing, what you on. Like, I'm definitely the type that needs reassurance, even in a relationship and outside of a relationship. Like, yeah. I need to be transparent. You need to be transparent, period. So, since we're talking about situationships, I know this wasn't on the outline, but, like, do you guys think that you owe a person you were in a situationship with, like, loyalty, like, once you guys break things off? No. Loyalty as in, like, like, don't date a certain person, or loyalty as in, like, don't tell my secrets? What do you mean? Both. (laughs) Well, for me, I'm not going to be the type that's going to date your niggas. I'm just not. That's that's just me mm-hmm. but same thing with like the loyalty of your secret sayings like if somebody comes to me and is like literally like do not say a word i'm not saying a word i've always been that person i'm not going to so for me 
I would keep somebody's like if they're confiding in me and they were going through like a hard time. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the type to date your niggas. Period. Like, cause I definitely don't need y'all. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not. I agree. When we say date your niggas, what do we mean by date your niggas? Because I I'm not gonna date your best friend. But if that's okay, like yeah, if not, that's not like a dude that you see like y'all see each other because you go to work together like but twice a week like- <laughs> and y'all think y'all friends. Um, I might date your nigga. So here's the thing. Let's say you and your situation shit break up and it's a friend of a friend of a friend. Y'all know each other. Y'all's paths might cross. I'm going to talk to them. Niggas might play basketball. I said that on a previous show too. You know what I mean? Like, I'll 100% talk to them. I'm not going to talk to your best friends, like your yeah. brothers, your homies, your, your ride or dies. Okay. But if that's some dude you met a year ago and y'all just know like the your little people. friends, I'm going to talk to him. I okay. am that like because it doesn't matter like that's not your nigga that's not your brother that's not your your best friend yeah I, I would I would date him I would date him I'm yeah sorry. me I too I, I mean I feel like we live in a city that's very small there's yeah. a pocket of people that just kind of know each other and it's really hard to get away from it unless you're like going out of the inner city and suburbs or whatever the case may be like it's very it's almost impossible for paths not to cross um to the loyalty thing like you said i'll keep your secrets um there's some things that i just you know i'm not gonna share but at the end of the day i don't really owe you Mm -mm. nothing um kind of to that point too like i was talking to my homegirl today about this like people having access to you after things end mm-hmm. um my homegirl had ran into my ex and he was like something he had made a statement about being able to just hit me up and i'm like mm. i told her today i'm like i'm pretty sure i'm gonna block him like yeah nothing's wrong and we didn't fall out or anything like that but it's just like self-reflecting on myself it's like i don't need to have you around and we don't even talk now but it's like for you to be able to make that statement so freely like you can just hit me up whenever you want and that's definitely not the case like i don't i don't need you don't need access to me well Mm -hmm. that just shows the lack of respect and where he's holding you in his mind in general like the fact that you think that i'm i'm just somebody you can just hit up and like Oh, well, I'm feeling down, so I'm going to hear her up and talk to her, and maybe she'll talk me out of, you know, my feelings today. Yeah, like, I that had, like, I've, same conversation today, like, you can you can hit me up because you know you can hit me up for advice. niggas feel or entitled. What, yeah, or whatever the case may be, and it's like, and like I told her, I said, it's not even about him. Like, I blame myself, because that's an environment yeah. that I created. Mm-hmm. So now I have to change it. You don't get that access to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I was like, I just need to go through my phone, not even just men in general, but just like a list of just deleting people and blocking people. And it's no hard feelings. It's just the path that I'm on. Yeah. You can't come. Right. I I need to do that. And I have a bad habit of feeling like, all right, well, we were once friends. So let me keep this friendship or I don't want it to be any bad blood or animosity. So 
you tend to entertain people not like in a flirty way or anything like that but it's like you still let them have contact with you because you don't want it to be bad blood or animosity right. or I have this thing where like I hate people being mad at me I hate people thinking that my intentions are impure so I'll allow them to still have access to me in some type of way and that that has backfired on me so many yeah. times yeah. so many fucking times and now it's like I'll tell y'all more details later but I've noticed that I have to remove myself out of certain situations because people don't know how to not cross the line. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it is like you say, like you blame yourself because it's like people will treat you how you allow them yeah. and people will set the boundaries that you're allowing them to cross. You know what I mean? Like, and if you don't shut something down once, you've just showed that person that they can do it to you X amount of times. Cause the minute you say stop, they think it's a joke. They think, Oh, I've been doing it for the last whatever. So she, she ain't tripping. You know what I mean? Like people literally will treat you how you allow them. And it's hard though sometimes when you do have that conscious because you have a big heart and like, you know, in the back of your mind, like, yeah, we don't talk or yeah, I'm mad at this person. But like if they ever need help, I got them because that's who you are. And sometimes that sucks. Like I'm not even trying to be funny. Sometimes it sucks. Like I had a prophetic moment like a year ago where I was like, I know that like God has given me this huge like hard to love beyond me and like Mm -hmm. love unconditionally and sometimes it sucks Mm -hmm. it sucks because i get left hurt a lot more yeah but at the same time i'm like god definitely gave this to me for a reason so i'm going to use it for what i know that i can but i also need to set that personal boundary of like here's what's going to keep me mentally healthy emotionally healthy physically (sighs) healthy yeah you know but it's you got to find that balance yeah and the thing about it is so weird i feel like all of this happened because i'm getting older i don't know it's just weird but, like, I was telling my homegirl, I'm, like, I'm very in tune with, like, what I feel around certain people. Like, I had seen someone, and that person gave me a hug. And later they text me, like, you're so tense. And I remember in that moment, like, feeling tense when they gave me a hug. It wasn't comfortable for me at all. And it's, like, you're not a safe space for me. Like, it's funny because, like you said, like, I have a big heart, and I just have a capacity to want to love and want to give to friends, family, whomever, but it's like, pay attention to how you feel when you are around certain people because Mm -hmm. your body, your spirit will tell you when Mm -hmm. something is off and we just don't listen. Yeah. Like, looking back, I can think of so many times where it's like, you didn't feel right. Yeah. Like, something wasn't right and you just kind of brush it off and then you end up messed up in the end. So it's like, if I could give anybody any advice, like pay attention to what you feel when you're around certain people. Mm -hmm. And if it's off, something about that ain't right. Mm -hmm. And leave it. Like whether it's your homegirls, family, whomever, like, I mean, that's real. Like my best friend, he always speaks to my intuition because he knows like when I'm feeling something nine times out of 10, I am not wrong. Like I've helped my friend in business twice telling him the two people that he had brought on, both of them walked away within like a few months. And I was like, I told you. And they think when I first meet them, oh, Kim's tripping. She's tripping. She just don't like them. She just don't like them. I said, no, I can feel that like something is off. And Your like, vibe. yeah. And I feel like I was again having like a prophetic moment and like wondering if like God gave me the spirit of discernment. Man. Because it's like, I have never been wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's almost scary. And like, my best friend knows if I tell him, like, yo, be careful, like with this type of person or that type of person. I'm not just being like, like y'all know me. Mm-hmm. I don't walk up on people and I'm like, ooh, I don't like them. You know what I mean? It takes me literally, like they say, seven seconds to analyze somebody. 
And if I'm feeling it or not, you'll be able to tell. You'll be able to tell the vibe. And there is a reason because I can tell how you move, whether it's you pretending to be somebody you're not or you using people to get what you want, you know, like a manipulation aspect. I have not been wrong. I have not been wrong. Like, and I will stand by that to this day. Like anybody that I see that I'm like, ooh, like I really am not rocking with you. Like, yeah, I step away. And like you said, you got to you have to pay attention to that because there is a reason that you're not supposed to be around that person. Yeah, there really is. And, you know, another thing, just listening, like I've learned to do a lot more listening than I do talking people. And I've said, I think I've said this before on the show, like people will tell you everything you need mm-hmm. to know. If you just listen, you don't even got to ask the questions. They'll just start just spewing off. And it's like, okay. Yeah. I had to start doing that too, because I know we used to talk about red flags a lot mm. and I've learned to just be more like present in situations and like pay more attention because usually it's so easy to overlook stuff but now I literally pay attention to everything so now it's to the point where like before I find out something I already know it's coming yeah because I paid attention to signs things that you've done things that you said like I know I know when people's vibe is off because I I pay attention to how you are when you're happy I pay attention to how you are when you're upset so when people try to play me like oh it's nothing no, you know. it's, it's something. Not work, I'm not yeah. stupid. And I hate when people try to play me like I'm stupid. Yeah. Because, again, that shows you where they view you. Like, oh, you'll never figure it out because X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? But that's real. Like, you can, especially if it's your people, like, you can tell when something is off. And I hate that fake, like, I'm cool. I'm cool. No, you're not. Like, I can tell that something's wrong. I had a lot of that happening with my best friends growing up. Like, I always knew when something was off with them. Because one of them was always making, like, either a snarky comment or, like, like I don't know. I could always tell when something was off. They make a snarky comment or they start acting funny or they start doing this, they start doing that. And I'm like, oh, okay, I see y'all acting funny. So, personally, when somebody's acting funny, I step away. Mm. I step away. I let them get through it. <laughs> I let them do their little thing. Like, have your little moment. I'll step away. Mm. You know what I mean? Until you figure it out or until you decide to be real with me. I'm cool. I have to learn to do that, y'all. Because I was just talking to Kanata about this earlier. This was part of the reason why I was kind of triggered earlier. Is I hate when I hate being ignored, mm. especially yeah, when I tell you what I need. I need like I have. I used to be such a shitty communicator, and I still am sometimes. But like since I'm working through that and I'm trying to grow, I need people around me who are on the same thing. If you can't communicate with me while I'm trying to communicate with you, it's, it's a fucking trigger for me, and it pisses me off. To the point where I'll be ready to fight. And I have to learn to just let people be. Mm-hmm. But it literally, it drives me crazy when I can't talk. Well, ignoring people literally is like a the, a big sign of disrespect. Like that you're showing them that whatever you're talking about mm-hmm. serves no purpose of value to me. So you're going to get ignored. And I know sometimes people need time to calm down. But say that. Just be like, let me calm down and we'll talk about it. Don't just fucking blow me off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because now you got me fucked up. Well, that's real. Like. Just because somebody don't want to talk about it doesn't mean it need, doesn't need to be talked about. Yeah. Like, and that's not fair for that other person to make that decision. Oh, we don't need to talk about this. Well, we do. Maybe not right now, right. but we do because it's making me feel some type of way. And if I'm feeling some type of way, mm-hmm. I need you to acknowledge that. Whether you're my parent, my best friend, my sister, my boo, whoever, my cousin. If I'm feeling some type of way and my feelings are hurt, I need you to acknowledge that. Whether that be right now or later. I need you to acknowledge that. That's just a sign of mutual respect, like, because you know I would do that for you. So then when they're ready to talk, do I just say I need space? If honestly, if you do, yeah. 
If you do, yeah. If not, be like, okay, I'm ready to talk about it. Here it is. Boom. It's your turn to listen. I listened to you when you needed to step away and have that time. So now you need to listen to me. But if you're still in that space where you're like, you know what? You had me fucked up. I still need time to walk away for a second and gather my thoughts and then come come at you correct. So I'm mm-hmm. not coming at you wild. And that's the thing that I'm working on myself, coming at people correct. Yeah. You know, because I am a pop offer. When you I piss me too. off, done. When you piss me off, I'm done. I pop off like crazy. <laughs> I do. And I've been learning to like not even reply instantly. Like if it's a if it's if it's in person, it's harder for me. But like if say one of my girlfriends texts me on some wild shit, I want to reply instantly and go off. But I've been trying to learn to step away and be like, all right, let me take five minutes or whatever to not, you know, come at them. But like it's hard to like learn how to come correct. It's so funny because I did this the other day, man. So <laughs> here's my thing um i think that there is a way to communicate the things that you need to work through without Mm -hmm. projecting that onto other people Mm -hmm. so if you know that being ignored being ignored bothers you and then when that person comes around to talk and you're trying to figure out whether or not you're in that space of talking i think you have to be mindful of whether or not you're not talking out of spite or if you really just need your moment. And I think you have to communicate that. Like, look, X, Y, and Z bothered me. And now I need to find my words. Just would yeah, you, what if it's a little bit of both? Yeah, and, and, that, and it could be <laughs> that. Fine. But there's a way, you know what I mean? There's a way to communicate that without flipping out on somebody or going off on somebody. Like, look, this upset me and I'm not really doing this out of spite. But I need a moment to figure out my words. Because yeah. if I talk right now, it's going to come off in a fucked up way but that's the thing like this shit ain't easy that's what i'm starting to learn as i like it's, it's not easy trying to sort through all of these thoughts it's in your not. head Girl. and then speak it's really 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 hard it's hard um so I, I think that there's a way there's a way to do it and you really can only be accountable for you i think that there there should be space held for people learning how to handle you and deal with you like if you need somebody to address you immediately there's space for teaching somebody like look if we're going to interact this is what i need just as a person these are the things that i need but then at the same time i think there comes to a point where you have to realize like this is a character trait that you have and i can't change that so you know what you can do that but you can't do it here right but then you have those people were like and this is what i always struggle with Dealing with someone like you, I'm telling you, this is what I need. And they do it, but then they still have those moments where, like, they don't do it. Yeah. So it was like, how do you know when to be patient? I think you have to pay attention to if people are giving effort to actually change. You know what I mean? Like, and do better. Because they're going to trip up along the way. Like, I was just telling my homegirl that the other day. I'm like, regardless of this specific issue with this specific person, you're going to come across times where people are not mindful of what you're going through and they don't speak to that. They may honestly forget. She knows just like, I know now we got a lot of shit going on. I almost forgot her birthday and my mom's birthday. My other homegirl texts me like, oh, tell your mama said happy birthday. And I'm like, oh shit, I was just with, with her Girl, yesterday and yeah. completely forgot. I did like, that with my grandma. I felt so shitty. You know what I mean? So it's like, you have to know people's intent and I think if you really take the time to get a, to know a person, you know their heart, you know their intent. Yeah. So you know if something is done out of spite, ill will, or if it's just a genuine 
mess up. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. if it's genuine or not, because it could be in the moment to shut you up. Like, oh, here, I'm going to give you what you want. It's a pacifier. I'm going to give you what you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. Get on my face. I'm going to give you what you want. And then if, if it's different between building towards that or if you're really just pacifying somebody because you can slip up, like you said, if you're building towards it. If you're building towards that, okay, let me do better at not doing this to Dario. But if it's constantly a, like, I'm a pacify you type of thing, then that right there is showing them that this literally just to shut you up, like, you know, get you yeah. out of the way type of thing. But, I mean, it has to be genuine. And if it's not genuine, you can tell if it's not genuine, especially if you know that person. Yeah. You know it's not genuine or not. Yeah. 100% I agree. Um, While we were talking about this, I wanted to ask a question, and this was something that I said I wanted to talk about on the show. How do you handle hurt? Like, when somebody hurts you, like, when you think about it, like, how do you really handle that? So, for me, honestly, there's levels to it. Like, if I've been hurt deeply, I either try to, if it depends on, too, how I care about you, and that sounds jacked up, but, like, if I've been constantly hurt by you, I'm going to get to a point where I'm literally going to cut you off act like you never existed which is it's toxic behavior sorry about it one of my toxic traits you're welcome I'm going to act I'm literally going to act like you were never a person ever but if it is somebody that I care about I want to work through things I love you you're always going to be in my life forever like we're ride or die best friend relationship whatever I am going to try to regroup myself because I'm very emotional I cry a lot like especially if somebody's hurt me I'm going to try to regroup myself and then try to explain to you why I'm hurting, how it's hurting, and kind of trying to tell them again, like, what's going on in my head, and here's how I'm handling it. But I I don't have a healthy way for hurt. I don't. I haven't found it yet. Maybe one day I will, but I have not found a healthy way to, like, just disconnect. Like, because for me, I really will disconnect and act mm-hmm. like you don't fucking exist. And that's honestly, I've done that with every single one of my exes. That sounds so wrong, but I have. <laughs> and for me, like I said, if it's, a best friend or a parent or a family member or my relationship that I care about, I am going to cry like a baby bitch <laughs> and step away and then tell you and just reach out to you like maybe multiple times. Like I might fucking triple text, quadruple text mm-hmm. what's going on in my mind for you to kind of <laughs> grasp where I'm at. So for me, I honestly, that's how I handle it, but I have not found a healthy, like, okay, just going to move on and sip my tea for the night. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I'm going to be bothered. You I know? think I think I'm the same way. Uh, I usually will just disconnect myself from that person and I'll just be mad. I won't even tell them that I'm mad. I'll just be mad until I'm not mad anymore. But now I'm I'm learning to speak my mind. Like if something hurt me, if something bothered me, I'm like, this upset me. Let's talk it out. So I'm trying to communicate better, but it's just so much easier to just not even talk about it for me and I, I can't be like that because then I'm holding on to that hurt forever mm-hmm. so it just depends the space I'm in now I'm trying to communicate with people more or or if I think I hurt somebody or made them upset I'm like did I do something to make you upset I didn't mean to do that but yeah the norm the norm for me too is just to disconnect mm-hmm. So I asked on Instagram, and I'm just going to read a couple of the responses. Somebody said, try to balance, or let me start over. They said, stop expecting me and other people. Try to balance rational thinking and emotional IQ. Someone else said, brush it under the rug and peace out. (laughs) 
someone else <laughs> cry and go to sleep, laugh my ass off. <laughs> those last two are like, that's a me. Yeah, those last two are me. Like, I'm either going to disconnect um, or cry. And then one other person said, let my emotions do whatever they want to do, then ask God to allow me to move on peacefully. Um, Which I thought all were really good responses. So... I don't think I realized really how I processed hurt until recently. Um, someone did something to me that was really hurtful. Um, and I just completely disconnected. I was like, I'm good. You go your way. I go mine. And for the first month or so, I was like, cool. Felt nothing. I'm good for not feeling things, guys. (laughs) Then, like, within the last month, this shit has hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, just how hurt I actually am. And Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, like, figure out what to do. And so I was listening to another reason why I was crying at work today. I was listening to um, a sermon, and she was talking about, I posted on my story about leaving people well. You know what I mean? Leaving them well, you leaving well in order to receive what's coming next. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. and my homegirl was like, she felt good. She was like, I'm excited about this. I'm ready for the world. And I'm like, yes, yeah, sis, I don't feel your excitement. But <laughs> friend, like, I'm head out now. But I was just, I, I've really been trying to figure out how to navigate through this and allow myself because I mean Dario knows like I'm just like peace whatever I don't give no second chances you ain't getting a second chance to hurt me mm-hmm. like it's none of that it's alright you did what you did that's what you wanted to do peace like, <laughs> I don't got time for it but when I tell you this shit and I don't I don't know if it's the person per se or just me just trying to learn myself but I've realized like I don't process hurt in a healthy way I just put it to the back of my mind and now I'm like I mean shit by now y'all can probably tell it was a nigga clearly mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like these niggas like. <laughs> but now I'm like in this space where I'm like I'm cool I don't want to date like cause I don't trust nobody like I'm good leave me alone <laughs> well you can't don't rob yourself just because that nigga didn't do it right. You know what I'm saying? But, like, definitely give yourself time. But, like, you better let somebody treat you right. The fuck? But, nah, that's real. And, like, it hits you like a ton of bricks because out of nowhere, like, you're realizing that you've automatically just disconnected yourself. And you're putting those emotions away. And then you just sit down and, like, when your emotions come back and they're like, yo, remember that one time? You ever seen that movie... Um, where they got them different emotions, like sad, angry, happy, mad. The emoji monkey? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay, I know the listeners know what I'm talking about. It's, oh, I don't remember what it's called, but they've got like, they're like weird little blob looking things and they're different colors and like angry's red. Angry birds? No. <laughs> oh, girl. I can't. No. Anyway, the listeners know what I'm talking about. So if you know what I'm talking about, please hit the DM. Be like, yeah, Kim. Never <laughs> Anyway, them little emotions be coming up to you and they be like, girl, you remember you was hurt and you ain't deal with it. So guess we finna deal with it now. Because yeah. and I'm not trying to be funny, like all jokes aside, your body needs that. Your body, your mind, your physical needs to feel those things yeah. so you can move on from them. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm about to look up that movie while y'all fucking playing. Please do. So what I'm talk, struggling so with, and I need y'all's opinion, because mm-hmm. I've really been thinking about whether or not I should reach out to this person, but then I'm trying to figure out, am I reaching out to this person just to let them know they hurt me? Mm-hmm. Or am I like, or do I just need to just work through it? Okay, what did they do? Damn, do I gotta go through this? Nah. No, just a brief summary. I'm I'm in, but I'm out. Like, Oh, yeah. I hear she, you, but I don't hear she you. She stepped out for a second, too. I did. So I'm like, I heard well, okay. Some, so I long story all. short, the idea is if somebody got you fucked up, mm-hmm. you, you disconnect, yeah. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, your your little subconscious, whatever you want to call it, PS the movie called Inside Out. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna look that up. Okay, the little okay. niggas from Inside Out come and they are like, "Yo, you know you didn't deal with this." Okay. Oh, that's what, here's the it, thing. Okay, go ahead. And then now they want to reach out to you or you want to reach out to them and be like, hey, like you got me fucked up. Or should she just be like, "Okay, I got to deal with this on my own? It depends if this is going to be a person that's going to be in your life moving forward or not. Because if you don't care, then deal with it on your own. Good point. I think I think you should say. For real, like I don't block people, but if you are down to blocking people, here's what I would do. I would say my piece with them so I know that I've said it. And then block, block them the block. fuck out of them. Yes. So I don't, because here's what's going to happen. <laughs> so you feel better? If you want to say that piece, if you want to say that piece so you just get it out and so they're aware of how they made you feel, if you know that that, that they're that type of person that's going to invalidate your feelings and go, well, here's why I did it. Mm-hmm. That's not why I'm hitting you up. I'm hitting you up because you have hurt me and I want to let you know why. Ooh. So if it's the type of person that's going to try to double back and tell you why your feelings are invalid, say it, block him, or just move on that by yourself. That is my issues with my father. You're welcome. Kid V with the breakthroughs. I can't. Like, I can't talk to him. I can't talk to him. Because you know he's going to invalidate your feelings. Exactly. Yeah. If you if there's somebody, if it's somebody that is literally going to double back and hit you with, well, that's because you was tripping. It, bro, the point is you had me fucked up. Mm-hmm. And if I got you fucked up, I'm a listen. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna double back. <laughs> but I'm a listen. So I don't know. I don't, I don't block people, but like... I'm about to do that. If y'all I'm into that, mm. send them that message. This just block. sounds really exhausting. So exhausting. <laughs> bro, <laughs> listen. Look, either way, it's gonna be exhausting. I'm if just you, gonna cry and go yeah. to sleep. Like, Adulting oh, is so, <laughs> so fucking hard. How, I was just telling you, Brandy, like, I feel like I've overcome so much, but it's like a new demon every fucking day. We it's a new demon. I beat depression, but now my anxiety is shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what the sis. fuck? I'm not trying to be funny, but they are like real demons. Like, everybody has their own. Right. Some are worse than others. Like, people obviously have their addiction demons or whatever, but it's real. Like, they fuck with you and they come at you. Like, when your life is going good, their literal job is to come fuck it up. Yeah. And I, I just said, had this conversation with somebody because they pointed out the fact that I tweet often about how I've overcome this specific battle on my life and I say yeah you damn right I tweet about it every week because I'm proud because you don't know how much I sacrifice to get where I'm at yeah yeah like and I don't expect everybody to get it and me it may be annoying but unfollow me but I'm going to praise how far I've come because sometimes I can forget how much I've overcome yeah. like I, I may feel like my life is shitty I sacrifice so much for my personal happiness and that you should like that's a mental thing you know what I mean mm-hmm. you, anything that's gonna make you happy I'm not trying to be funny. At the end of this day, you have to live on this earth with you. And if you go home every single day and you've got mental shit that you're dealing with, cut those things out. It's yeah. going to be hard for some. 
It is. It's going to be hard for some, but you have to cut those things out if they're if they're nothing you can work through. Yeah. And I want to I just want to remind put out a reminder so somebody else might see it, you know? Yeah. Like I mean, that's real like I'm sure you see my tweets. I tweet about how a year ago, not even a year ago, but like when I was going through it was 2017, like the end of 2017, beginning of 2018, I literally was in between houses, didn't have nowhere to live. And mm-hmm. I brag about all the time. Like, I have my own place. I got it myself. I didn't have help. You know what I mean? I'm allowed to brag on those things because those things make me happy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I told y'all earlier in the show, like, my jobs, they make me happy. Like, I sacrificed. I remember doing Lyft for three months, barely making ends meet because I left a job that I did not like mm-hmm. because I had to cut those things out. And I'm like, God, I'm taking this leap of faith. Please carry me through it. And then during that three month transition, I found the job that I have now that I literally love. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean, that's real. You got to cut those things out that are not going to serve pure happiness or serve a purpose in your life, because that is your mental health. And you have to deal with that. And if you're stuck somewhere, you can't give somebody the best of you if you're not at your best. You just can't. And that's that's kind of what I'm going through, because it always makes me feel shitty because I'm 29 and I'll be 30 next year. And it was part of the reason why I didn't really want to date or why I've been so unhappy just because, like, you know, I went from having my family and a relationship, a new car, a new home to starting over. I had to get a, a car that barely wants to fucking work, had to move back with my parents, with my two kids. And, you know, I finally found a job. But at first I was just working part time for months. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why is this my life? I can't. It was so hard. But at the same time, it brought me happiness and I was able to find myself. Yeah. And that's real. So, I mean, it teaches you. It definitely teaches you things. And then that position, like when I was bouncing from house to house, it taught me like I was thinking about this today. Like it taught me what I will and will not tolerate. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like people that. It showed me who was there for me, who wasn't there for me. You know what I mean? And it taught me huge things. Like, the growth was crazy. My best friend said this about himself. Like, he was kind of in a situation where he had to, like, literally pick up and move and, like, become, like, the man of everything at, like, a young age. And he didn't have an option. Some stuff went down with his family where, like, he's like, all right, now it's on me. You know, I was just chilling, but now it's on me. And he did it so quickly and so fast because you have to recognize that, you know, that in yourself. And for me, that's where I was at. I was like, I can't, I'm not the person that can just sit in my own like place where I'm not happy or I'm not fulfilling, you know, my personal needs. And it sucks and it's hard, but you got to do what you got to do to get to where you need to be. And like, I know those, those things have taught you messages. Like, cause I've told you yourself, like I see the growth in you and I see the difference in you. Like, and those things are big, you know what I mean? And those things are what matter. Like that's as long as it's bringing you happiness, that is literally like everybody made a joke about being like your peace, like your peace is a real thing. It really is. Yeah, it's a great segue into something I had on a timeline from a while back. Like, when do you get out of the space of saying I'm trying and start living in I'm doing? You know what I mean? Like you were saying, like how you're posting it because you're proud of yourself. And I know a lot of times people will be like, oh, you know, I see you doing this and I see you doing that. And you're like, I'm trying. I know I say that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying. But really step into like, no, I'm actually doing that. And I'm proud of myself. Like, right. that's why, you know, I try to, we try to encourage 
each other all the time like no Dario like I'm gonna push you like I'm not gonna let you stay here anymore I'm gonna push you yeah. and she'll mm-hmm. be like you know do this do that and it's like really and I'm gonna fight you on it because yeah. right. I'm, <laughs> I'm me <laughs> well I think for real too like I think kind of the people say I'm trying is because they're not at that level personally where they think that they've accomplished something like because yeah. so many people and this is what I'm saying I've been getting compliments left and right for like the past and not even I'm not even talking about niggas like in general like compliments left and right for people being like wow Kim like you're really doing this you're really doing that you're really doing this you're really doing that and I always hit them with I'm trying because for me I'm not done I'm not where I want to be I am not even close to where I want to be right and people see the school the work you know my lifestyle like all this type of stuff and it's like I'm nowhere near done like for me it bothers me to be in school and not finish yeah. everybody else is like wow like good job you're working on you like you about to be done i'm mm-hmm. like i'm not there yet yeah i'm not there yet. i'm at like i have like a list in my head or like a line in my head where i'm like doing these things and like trying to get through them but it's also i can see in my own mind where i'm not i'm not there like yeah sure i'm in school but uh, honey i'm trying to get through it like i'm not i'm doing it yeah i'm going to class every week and doing my schoolwork every week but like I haven't done it yet. I haven't graduated. I haven't met my, you know, I haven't finished but yet. But you're doing it. I don't think we give ourselves credit. enough credit, but I wanted you to finish what you were going to say. You forgot. Kind of lost my train of thought. But yeah, there should be some space held for actually doing things and actually being okay with speaking up and saying, yeah, I'm doing it and I'm going to pat myself on the back because like we said, this shit ain't easy. Like, mm-hmm. and it really don't ever get to a point where it gets easier. Like, mm-hmm. It's really just a perspective change. Like, okay, I really have to decide not to be hurt or be angry or whatever the case may be and just start walking in something different. Like, you were talking about demons. Like, when I tell you, me going to church, like, has really helped my whole attitude just about a lot of things because it's brought a self-awareness where it's like, wow, I never looked at it before. And then being able to extend grace to other people when they fuck up because i'm the most intolerant person ever (laughs) like i don't have patience for people and it's like you got to i need Mm -hmm. grace yeah so why not give it you know yeah so i don't know how we got here but we just been talking about like this just (laughs) it's fine it's it's natural i mean it's going i'm at my point too where like i literally put my calendar last week every sunday to watch church because i work two jobs every sunday and I don't have time to go in. And I watch it this Sunday. And same thing. It like, it's never a coincidence when I go to church or when I watch online. Like the word is for me. Dead and, on, girl. Yeah. And what it was talking about is like people spend their time worrying instead of instead of giving their time to God. Mm-hmm. So when you're worrying in that worry space, we're so consuming ourselves that we never take a second to look at God and be like, hold on, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, it's those demons literally like in your ear, like worry about it worry about it worry about it you know what i mean nobody's gonna help you you gotta do it yourself worry about it and like brandy said like it's just changing your perspective because i think we all are like we feel like oh we're gonna get to a point one day where everything is together everything is never gonna be together Mm -hmm. there is gonna be a new something every corner you turn but it's just about just being positive and knowing that you know what i got through the last thing i'm gonna get through this just having faith and having just yeah being positive and just knowing that everything is going to be okay because the more you worry and you stress about it you're not focused on fixing the problem yeah and you know 
something I learned, like going to church and going to Bible study, like the whole people have faith in faith and they don't have faith in God yeah. or mm-hmm. they have trust in trust, but they don't have trust in God. And it's like the whole perspective shift, like regardless of what happens, whether this works in my favor or it doesn't, God, I trust you yeah. because I know you're preparing me for something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything I'm going through is just building me up to just be better. You right. know what I mean? And, and to be able to say, like you said, speak to somebody else who may need it because every test that we go through is literally a testimony. Like, yeah. it's going to help somebody else. And if they see you do it, then it's like, oh, wow, she did it. I can do it too. So it's never for you. Like, that's one thing I've learned. Like, the things that you go through, it's never for you. Yes, it builds you up, but it's for you to bring somebody else with you. Yeah, to pass on that, you know, experience and let them know. And, I mean, that's real because I've been dealing with that for the past, I don't know, three months in my head of, like, why, why is this happening? Like, I understand that there's a lesson out of it and there's this and that, but I I had to keep turning to God and going, I would not be here if you didn't want me to be here. You know what I mean? And like, I keep having to remind myself because like, it's so hard to understand when you're going through something, why? Yeah. And then I automatically in my mind go to that shift of like, well, I know God's doing this. I know he is. There's a reason I'm here. There's a reason I'm sitting in this particular headspace and it's going to take him and me relying on him to be able to get out of it and understand it and understand why I'm going through it. You know, but... And were you about to say something? No, go ahead. I was going to say, and even with that, like, not even necessarily, like, looking at God as to why am I going through this? Because a lot of times, another thing I'm learning, like, we like to blame God for everything. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't blame the devil for anything as if he's not out here operating through people, things, what places, whatever the case may be. And we also have to look at ourselves. Like, are you in this situation because of the decision that you made? Yeah, that's real. That's why a lot of people turn away from God because they think it's just supposed to be all fairy tales and glitter. And it's like, no. Like Remember you- I wrote you and Ashley, I'm like, I listened to uh, Transformation Church and they were yeah. saying like, God can, I mean, the devil can send you the same shit. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the same I mean, guy cuss, that, but- <laughs> no, it's real. It's the same guy that slashes your four tires and buys you new ones. Yeah. You it's know, just it's like, how do you, how do you know the difference? It's it's literally a manipulation aspect yeah. and you have to be understand how to recognize that. And I agree, people blame God, but they're not realizing that like God would never cause you fear. He doesn't cause you anxiety. He doesn't cause you turmoil. He's what brings you out of that. Mm -hmm. Yes. He brings you out of that. And like the devil, like I took a spiritual warfare shop. The devil literally like causes division between people. He thinks it's so funny. You know what I mean? Like, and recognizing that balance is hard sometimes. But then again, that's where you have to tap into your faith and be like, I know God would not bring this upon me. Like he doesn't want to see me suffer and see me go through things. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's really just, the thing like it's not meant to push you away like it's it's almost like really he's your heavenly father like you know you piss your parents off but you can always come home yep, you know right. what i mean like and i i had to tell somebody that we were having an event and it's like you have to understand that regardless of what you do no matter how bad you mess up you can come home yeah. like yeah the door is always open it's always an open open invitation to come back to god you know what I mean? And that's what we told Darielle. Like, there's no confusion when it comes to God. You, yeah. It's clear. Like, yep. it's crystal clear. And that's why I, I, I feel like I really want people to understand that. Like, 
stop blaming God for what you're going through because it's not. It's not. Him. Sometimes He's it's saving not. you from something. Yeah. He's saving, saving you, from you so yep. much because like, you know I could easily been like God, why do I have to start over? Why am I in this situation? But I've learned that it's made me a better person. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's up. growth. Yeah. yeah, and like that's what I always tell people. Like I I do not like to see people blame God for like. Like if a child dies or something, why would God do that? He's not taking a kid from you. You may learn something from it. You know, it may be unfortunately necessary for X, Y, and Z, but he's not taking a kid from you. He's not causing you suffering and pain. You know, that is your time to lean on him. That's not your time to turn away from him and blame him for something happening. Like that's a hard thing to go through. Something people can't even fathom. Mm -hmm. But again, it's like, like you said, God is crystal clear. It's not you know him just oh i'm gonna mess with you today he doesn't do that you know what i mean like the devil does that yeah yeah so um to change up a little bit i wanted to answer the some of the listener questions we got but i feel like we've been deep for about the whole show yeah (laughs) so i don't know maybe we can end on some lighter stuff no let's answer the questions i feel like we haven't had no listener questions in like forever fine (laughs) well some of them i feel like we talked well no okay all right let me just ask them all right so the first one says you can't buy love but can you buy forgiveness hmm hmm Hmm. i feel like that's kind (laughs) of that's kind of saying like if i buy you flowers you forgive me type shit I was gonna say, how much you trying to spend? I don't know. <laughs> my thing is, you can't buy my my. Here's my thing. I a part of me loves those words. I want to know that you're sorry. You want my forgiveness, but at a certain point, just I'm sorry isn't enough. Yeah. Buying me something isn't enough. I need like change behavior. Yeah, actions over words. I yeah. I will stand by that to the day that I die. Don't tell me, show me. So I don't know. I feel like. I'm I'm gonna appreciate what you got me because your actions are showing me that you're making an effort towards me forgiving you. Mm-hmm. But if those actions aren't followed up, don't come to me second round with flowers. Yeah, right. don't come to me second round with actions. Y'all, I was joking about the how much you trying to spend part. I wasn't serious. Yeah, she's serious <laughs> as fuck. I, just give, give me a combination of everything. <laughs> Say you sorry. Ice change behavior and give me a gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I don't think you can buy forgiveness. No. Okay. The next question. What's something it says, what's something if you had you would want more regardless if you had enough? Mm, I need context for that. I'm sorry. So I guess maybe I'm wrong, but I guess it's kind of saying like so what you have something that like maybe you've always wanted. You know what I mean? Do you want more of that? Like, are you trying to get more of that? Or is it as simple as like, oh, I have it, so I'm good. Like, it could, I'm not even trying to be funny. It could be pizza. Like, yeah. it could be The first thing that came to my mind was sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but like. <laughs> your hands. She's like, I need more. Give me more. I know we just that had it this morning sense. and okay. yesterday and the day before that, but I am just in soul in all of you. I need it again. Yo, that's a real thing, though. No lie. No, it is. That's it a is. real thing. You really crave somebody. I, it's never enough. That's true. That's, that's just real. like that's time. Real. I won't even just say sex. Time or like, okay, let me. this is kind of creepy. 
Okay, so the other day, me and my boyfriend were cuddling, right? <laughs> we were already we here. this close. We were already this close. And you're like, why are you? And I'm like, I need more. You mad I need for more. though? Like, I need more. And I was mad because I'm like, I can't possibly. If I move any closer, I'm gonna be inside this man's body. Maybe but that's it, what she wanna be. It so. wasn't enough. No, nah, I mean that's real, but I think that also comes to like how much you care about somebody and how infatuated you are, because like. I don't want to be that in love with somebody. That's just I know because I when you get hurt, it gets fucked up and it dangerous. makes it. I know yes. it makes it worse. Uh. But go, you better let your heart, let your heart fucking prosper. Okay, you I'm better love. Block, you I'm better about to love. block my own blessing. The other day, I'm like, I'm about to text him and be like, I can't do this because I just I like you too much that I can't do this. I don't know. I can't. No, don't. I know it sucks. Be, no, that is real because like mm-hmm. it sucks because I love hard and I always have. And that's why I think that's also why I disconnect. Like if that person hurts me or we're done, because like I'm at the point where I'm like, well, I don't love the shit out of you and you don't hurt me to a fucking T. I got to act like you not real. Yeah. I don't even know if I want. I told you I experienced that one time and I ain't been right saying. since. Yeah. Yes, same thing. <laughs> same here. Right. I like since. I am scared to be in love with somebody to the point where I would do anything because I know it's it's terrifying. Once you fuck fuck me over bro i don't know what i, I might kill you like oh, I, wow what? i'm sorry like i that's how i feel hide your man hide your man I, I just gonna kill him. I, I can't i don't want to love somebody that much no, i don't that's real like that is real like but then again you you can't rob yourself just because somebody's not doing it right you know what i mean that's like that's not fair for you and like you know God wouldn't want that for you either. Like, that's not fair for you, especially, like, what we all go through on a daily. That's not fair for you to just... I feel you, though. I feel you. <laughs> I do. But Love it's just... Love is dangerous and beautiful at the same ooh, time. child. But mm. I don't know. Girl, I feel y'all. I feel y'all. Time, y'all take your y'all time. Y'all. Take your time. <laughs> I feel y'all, but... It's too late. I'm already in it, so whatever. Well, shit. We have arrived. <laughs> this is crazy. Won't he do it? Girl. Mm. Okay. Can we move on to the next question? Hell yeah, go ahead. We already low key. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. All right. How long is too long to be in a situation? A day. A day. I, I, period. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, I'm, 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 I'm serious. A motherfucking day. <laughs> well, you, you don't know what you was like. <laughs> I say, I was thinking about this question Couple for a minute. Moms. Um, I think, honestly, it becomes when you're fed the fuck up. If they're not giving you what you want, step, step. And if it gets to that point, like you said earlier in the show, where you're like, oh, well, he's clearly not giving a shit and not committing because we've been in a situation for X amount of months, years, walk away. Because at the end of the day, you're depriving yourself of love, of mental happiness, mental mm-hmm. clarity, emotional clarity. You know what I mean? Walk away, but I think it's a personal thing for a person to decide. Like, yeah, we were kidding, but like, if a day is enough for you, fuck it. If you can't decide in a day for somebody, walk away. If you can wait 10 years for that man to commit, that's Mm. on you. You know what I mean? But like, I think it's when you're at that point where you're fed up, they're not giving you what you want, you're not feeling it anymore, walk away. I think, you know... I'm, I don't know if I've told this on an earlier show, but, like, I was in a situation where we were just dating or whatnot. And I got to a point where, like, I'm I'm ready for more. And I expressed that. 
and he wasn't, and I went on about my about my way. Yeah, I mean, you have to. That's when you know it's too long. When you're ready for something else, and they're not, bye. Especially if they're not giving you that same energy back. Like, if it's not being reciprocated, bye. Yeah. Bye. I don't have an actual time frame, and I actually think it depends on the person, because I was in a situation with someone, and we were in that situation for probably, like, maybe four or five months and when he asked me what we were doing i i honestly was trying to take it slow and that didn't work for him so he stopped talking to me which that was perfectly fine but then in a different situation like i was maybe it was like a couple months in and it was like okay we're exclusive. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it just depends. Like, yeah. if you, like you said, I think you just have to state what it is that you want. And if that person isn't willing to give give it to you, like I said, okay, you can do that. Can't do it here. Right. Yeah. You got you to gotta walk away. It is what it is. Like, if you're not happy where you're at or if you're not being called to stay there, like, and being okay with that, then you got to leave. Like, so this goes into the next question, which is kind of similar, but it says, when is a woman fed up? When a woman's fed up. I think for me is when I, I don't have to think about what I want to do. Because you can be like, all right, I'm tired of this. I can't do this. But you go back. Mm. But when I know there's nothing that can make me stay, when I know I've been hurt enough, I've been angry enough, I've been sad enough, and I'm ready to go, that's when I know I'm fed up. Mm. And you can't force yourself to get to that point. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm fed up. Kind of what I said earlier, when I get to that point where I can cut you off and not look back, I'm fed up. You know what I mean? But if I'm at the point where I got to take a few days and then I'll hit you up, clearly not fed up. But if I can can get to that point where you are, I mean, I did this with one of my closest friends. If I can get to the point where I've had fucking enough, you're you're non-existent to me at this point. Yeah. Like, and that's just, it is what it is. Like... And there's no going back. You can't hit me up. You hit me up. Because like I said, I don't block people. You hit me up on some goofy shit. I'm either not going to reply or I'm going to reply with you know what it is. Bye. Yeah. My mom used to tell me when I was younger, she used to be like, you're sleepy, but you're not tired. Yeah. <laughs> when you get tired, you'll leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you get tired, you will leave. Um. One thing I wanted to say to that, though, and to the question before that, like, Stand firm in what you decide. Like, don't be toxic with the whole scare tactic. Like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm going to threaten this nigga or I'm going to threaten her because I want you to get your shit together. Like, that I'm very clear on. Like, when I say I'm done, I'm done. Like, I'm not coming back. There is no working it out. Like, don't use that threatening shit to leave just as a scare tactic. Like, stand firm in what you decide because sometimes you just got to let a nigga know, like, Mm -hmm. this is my boundary and you've crossed it and this is it. Like, there's no coming back from that because, like I said, I'm a firm believer and you teach people how to treat you. You Right. So, when you done, be done. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's real. What's next? Let's see... All right, let's talk about Tank. Oh, please. Yeah. Okay, let's talk so about service. <laughs> I didn't see, like, I saw tweets and stuff about it, but I did not watch the interview. But I know kind of what it's about. I didn't watch the interview either. Okay, so I don't listen to the show, but let me give you the backstory. So the conversation initially was, if a man lies two, time, two times, does that make him a liar? 
And Tank was like, no, I mean, it just means he told a lie. It doesn't make him a liar if he lied twice. It just means he lied. You know, he's not a liar. So Ye was like, okay, so if that's the case, if a man sucks dick once or twice, she does that make him gay? So he answered the question, I think, the best possible way that he could, given our climate and society and you mm-hmm. don't want to offend anybody. And he was like, okay, if a man tries it once and he don't like it and he tries it again and he don't like it, no, he's not gay. He tried something, he didn't like it, and that's it. So was he speaking like himself or? No, he was just generally answering the question. So why everybody keep calling him gay? Because they don't listen to full <laughs> interviews. <laughs> Nobody listens to full, like, they took the clip and ran with it. Mm. And so another thing that came up about it, it was like, why are we looking at homosexuality as just a sexual thing? Like, it's so much more than who's doing what to whom sexually. So, like I said, he was asked the question and he answered it (laughs) to the best of what he could. Like, it was just a... Stop, because I love Tank. Please don't go. And he I was like, him. he he made a live and was like, I'm not gay. They literally asked me a question. I answered it. Like, they tripped him up, basically. Yeah. yeah. They really tripped him up. So, on the read, when they talked about it, um, Kid Fury made a good point, saying how, like, women can go kiss females, Experiment. you know, eat some box, all this shit, you know, maybe get in a relationship to see if they like it. And it's it's fine. But yeah. when a guy tries something, but then he doesn't do it again, he's considered gay. Yeah. Or a man a can't standard. go be with his friend who may be gay and go to a gay club without looking at like he's gay. Well, that's yeah. a double standard. It's the same type of, type of double standard that men can fuck who they want, how many times they want, and they're never hoes. Yeah. Let a girl get over two bodies. Oh, she she for the streets. She everybody <laughs> nigga. You know what I mean? Like she so I don't know. Streets. I think. <laughs> Nah, that's real though. That's a double standard. I mean, I mean, I'm guilty of that because if my man even looked at a nigga the wrong way, I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> but it's like you know me, you know I've had a threesome. I've kissed a girl or two on some drunk you shit. You double standard, but I am ass. not gay. Like nothing wrong with that. But like that's just not me. I would not date a woman. I would not be in a relationship with a woman and all that stuff. But if my man did that, I'm like, mm. yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say too much on this because like I'm not here to judge anybody. But I yeah, am. I ain't I'm blunt and I'm real <laughs> and I just feel like I'm not gonna say nothing because if I say something, you don't want to offend. Yeah, I don't need y'all coming for me. Okay, so. yeah. all I'm gonna say is it's so much more than just the sexual aspect to it and it's just that simple like I mean do you have to try something to see if you don't like it <laughs> never mind next question that's what I'm saying I ain't gonna say nothing I'm gonna just sit in you my corner yo. yeah I'm gonna sit you, in my corner cause if I say something some people might think it's funny like y'all would think it was funny and then everybody else would be like wow Kim like I'm gonna just nothing just know that I love Tank and we all got to, you know, give Tank his little, maybe I deserve. Mm-hmm. I love him. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I'm going to just shut up. <laughs> Are we going to talk about this April and Fizz thing? No. Okay. I can't because we don't have to. Never mind. I don't even know them. So next. I don't even care. <laughs> um, Y'all, real question. Yeah. Is flirting considered cheating? I guess it depends on who you asking. 
y'all gonna hate me for this one too. <laughs> you gonna say yes? Well, here's okay. I don't think it's cheating, but it's definitely crossing a line. It's inappropriate, and if it happens, you will get checked. It is okay. not appropriate. It's not okay in a relationship, and you need to check yourself. Some people on the opposite side may take you like if you're just a friendly person because mm-hmm. you for the streets. I'm just playing. If you're just a friendly person <laughs> and that girl, that guy may take whatever you're doing as flirting and then they hit up your person like, oh, yeah, they was they was flirting me up the other day. You, they not loyal. I think there's a very thin, very, very, very thin line between like boundaries and like, you know, crossing just crossing those boundaries. Like, I don't think that it's cheating, but it is not fucking appropriate in a relationship and you do not need to be doing it, period. Point blank period. Um, Cut a, all that shit. I have a question though for that. What it is. So let's say your profession, like let's say you work in a club and that requires you to be a little bit of, you know, have some flirtatious qualities mm-hmm. about yourself in order to make your money, but you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I think it's still boundaries with that. Don't I, let nobody I fill agree. you up or yeah. don't do anything inappropriate. But yeah. I, agree. I mean, there's literally nothing wrong with like, I don't know. I'm for me, I'm not going to flirt with no nigga just to make a tip. I'm just not like, I agree. if he says some, like if he compliments me, it's going to be yeah, a simple, you can just oh, be thank friendly. you. Be friendly, yeah. be yeah. professional. But for me, I'm not going to flirt with no nigga for money. I'm just not, I'm sorry. That's just not who I am relationship or single i'm literally not gonna do that like when i was single this is gonna sound so fucking stupid and like conceited but like when i was single and niggas would tip me at the door i wasn't flirting with them it was literally oh she look cute here you go and i'm like okay thank you like that's not me flirting with you like so i don't know personally i still would never cheat or cheat i'm that too don't get twisted (laughs) i still would never flirt in a club aspect like i will be friendly as fuck because that is my job because even in customer service like it's your job to be friendly as much as they fucking suck as clients customers whatever it's your job but i just i don't think it's it's disrespectful as fuck it's shouldn't be tolerated and it's a boundary that you're crossing and you know that you're doing it that is wrong point blank period I guess it just what is considered flirting. That's what because I was my like next I've had like times where like niggas been in my DM saying some shit that they shouldn't say. I'm not interested. I don't want you, but I might laugh it off. And somebody could consider that as me flirting back or me, yeah, um, what do you entertaining it? Mm-hmm. But it's just like I'm laughing at you because you're a fucking joke. Like I don't gotta be angry. Like fuck you, saying in my DM. I don't gotta do all that. Right. But that could be that could be looked at as wrong to somebody else. Yeah. I think. From a personal standpoint in my own life, flirting is definitely that verbal, like, y'all, you know you feel it. You know you feel it when you're flirting with somebody. You know you do. I don't care what nobody says. Friendly or not, I can be friendly because of the profession I'm in, but I know when a nigga is trying me, and that's where it gets cut off real quick. And again, I don't have to be, like you said, that rude, blunt, like, whoa, slow your roll, fuck you, get out my face. But I'm definitely going to come correct at you and let you know, like, okay, chill out. You're kind of crossing some lines. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I so, feel like when I'm, if I'm flirting with somebody, that means I'm interested. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. You can feel that interest. Yeah. You can feel that interest with that person that you are flirting with. And same thing, like, obviously physically touching all over somebody's body, like, right. all up in. It don't, mean, it don't matter if you in a club, in the mall, on a ride home, and they put their hand on your leg. Don't touch me. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are boundaries that people are crossing. I agree. Yeah. I don't think flirting is cheating. I do think it is inappropriate if you're in a relationship. I think if you have to question it, you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. if you know your girlfriend or your boyfriend would see it and be upset, then you don't need to do it. It's mm-hmm. just that simple. Mm-hmm. Or you don't want them to do it to you, don't do it. Don't do it. Right. That's like the rule of thumb. Don't do nothing to me you wouldn't want me to do to you. That's the golden rule of kindergarten. They teach you that date. I promise <laughs> it is. Treat people how you want to yes. be treated. Okay. Thank you, Miss Blevins. <laughs> Shit. Well, I think that's <sighs> all that we got for you guys. This was therapy. It was. Because I, I came Welcome to therapy. in this goddamn place <laughs> mad and crazy crying snotty nose and i had to talk through it because i was just ready to go off i was hoping i was like kanada gonna talk through it he did it's gonna be all right he did won't he, he do it i'm glad you came that's what i, I like too. i want you to when you having a bad day just bring it to the podcast no but sometimes it'd be hard I, it's not even that. It's like I don't. I want to ignore or brush it off, but it's just, I literally can't. Like yeah. I had to leave work twenty minutes early because I'm sitting at my desk. I could barely breathe, and I just started crying. Like I just had to go. Like I just I knew I couldn't. Yeah. But if I would have went home, I wouldn't have been able to express myself. I wouldn't yeah. have been able to talk it through. So I still I would have been feeling shitty. Well, that's what I was talking about earlier. Like you going home and sitting in that mental space. Yeah, is not good for your happiness. Well. Oh, we should probably let everyone know that um, for now, we're going to put shows out every other week. And we will try to maybe give you a live. Some type of content. Some Videos, type of, yeah. live. Like I posted some random shit this Takeovers, morning. Takeovers, yeah. Something. Nobody responded, but whatever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow our shit. listen y'all <laughs> we are back so we need y'all to be present pay attention interact with us okay please, like, please. we're trying meet us halfway interact <laughs> interact because like i know for me like do y'all mind if i do a quick shout out no. do your thing so for me like i've had like definitely three people that have really been like coming out for me and like supporting me and like they follow the podcast and everything and one of them is Sally. Sally, you know you my girl. I love you. Like Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. <laughs> Anytime like I tweet about the podcast, she the first one to retweet. Like, oh yay, good for you. She followed the page. Um, another person I want to shout out, um, my friend Liz. I have was getting my hair done by her um Wednesday or last Thursday, and I told her about it. She followed it that day, like instantly that day. So I want to shout her out because like she's active in it. Um, and then my last person is Fleetwood. Yes, her name is Fleetwood. It's fine. Um, cause she's been really like active and showing up and like, I mean, she's all over the podcast too. So like, I just want to shout out my ladies, my strong, beautiful ladies and just uplift them and say, thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you. And, um, we love you guys. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess we didn't give our social media cause we just kind of just doing our own thing. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Take Control Pod. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Facebook is Take Control Podcast, and our email is Take Control Podcast at gmail dot com. So blow them up, all of them, please. You guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.